And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. He's a comedian who will make you howl with laughter, mostly in order to cover up the sound of his toots. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a comedian, puppeteer, and churro snob. It's R- Renee Colvert. Chef Jeff is here to make homemade Cinnabons with just cinnamon, baby oil, and his buns. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Hello, my little lemonheads. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. Right as we were starting this, Daniel seemed to like almost fall over from a sitting position. And I want to find out what happened, but you just hang on. Hello, David Huntsberger. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Renee. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. You're looking decisive. Are you feeling decisive tonight? Maybe I am. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I never. I never am. Okay, Daniel. I was what just happened? I was just leaning forward on my chair, and then the chair tipped forward, or oh. I tipped forward. Anyway, I almost fell. It's exciting. I'm old. <laughs> also an interesting behind the scenes, Daniel's mouth refuses to I pronounce cannot... Renee's last name correctly. When it's written, when I see it written, it just... I, I just have to remind myself to remind myself. Well, now listen, I think three things. One, I could have helped you out at the beginning. Be like, hey, this seems to be Renee, something that's You're too nice. This is not your responsibility. Well, you haven't this let me is... get to three yet. Oh. Uh, two, <laughs> could, like, we could go with the same way we went last time. We're just like, it's fun. I look yeah. forward to it. Or I can yeah. do like that really shitty thing where I, I just turn the tables and I'm just like, I guess I'm not that important. It's fine. Oh. I know. Right. And then that you're no. just like, oh, I'll never get it wrong again. But the three is shitty. And no, don't do that. You are that important. <laughs> I'm that much of a shithead. Disagree. No, Disagree. no, I'm just bad. I'm bad with names. Do you, do? <laughs> it's that your brain wants to see you want you want it desperately to be ERT, Colbert. ERT yeah. just looks like air. Now to me. Mm-hmm. Well, now, do you guys have that much pride in your names? Like, does it? I don't. I'm just like I don't know. It's what my parents picked out. It's not it's that fine. I have pride. It's that when see when your name is mispronounced, it sounds good. It's sure. like Colbert. Yeah. Right. But when my name is mispronounced, it's Quance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. It's, I get it's more that. just if it sounded good, I wouldn't mind it. Sure. But it's like Quance. I'm more <laughs> sensitive now than ever to my name. People spell it wrong more than they ever did when I was an elementary school child. Really? They say it wrong. Yeah, like uh, what it's, is- people will email me. My my full name is in my email address, and people will email me with B U R G E R. Oh, like mm, you know, and interesting. That, and that, it, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. I'm like, ah, that's a lot of letters in there, but. but there's a clue right in the email address that you're sending it to. <laughs> See, Just check that. I thought the misspelling that you were going to say you got is because your last name is Huntsberger. I thought maybe an occasional Huntberger. I get that. I or like I get that Hunts. Mi- they'll switch around the N and the T a little oh, bit. Sure. Do you ever get H-U-N-T-Z-B-U-R-G-E-R? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I get Hertzberger, Hertzenberger. <laughs> That's the ultimate guess when someone looks down and go, hello, Mr. 
Hertzenberger. They just panic. It's too long. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I guess that's the reason you don't get mad, though, is because the intent is never, oh, let me be condescending and, uh, right. you know, rude to you. I'm rooting for a streak. I mean, two in a row is already <laughs> like, unexpected. I would like but for you to never get it. four or five would be terrific. Yeah. It was when... So what the audience doesn't know is there's there was a, an intro that we did not use. I might... It was... I enjoyed it enough that I might put it on Patreon. Um, but then when like Daniel buckled down to do his second take, I could just see you were like willing your mouth to say it correctly, but your soul was not on board. It was a second serve in I, tennis. I think yeah. I stumbled over the word Renee sure. as I was preparing. It was like I was getting to that triple jump and I tripped before the first jump, you know? But yeah, if know. we could re-examine it, there were a couple little bobbles in there. The it wasn't perfect. Time. No, no. Listen. But it was, it was from the tension. It's, and that's, how do you put that out of your mind? I was up in my head, yeah. you know, yeah. a world-class athlete like me. I just need to get <laughs> out of my head, yeah. you know? Right. It's it got to be instinct. Sure. Well, I you think, know? what do we got to do? We got to do some visualization techniques. True. We got to oh, go to Colorado man. and say it over and over sure. again. Yes. Yeah. I just exactly. thought of the most, yeah. da- like a nightmarish scenario where you, but people would willingly show up, sign up, pay money to do it. Who could not speed read, but just effectively read copy they hadn't laid eyes on before in front of a crowd, out loud into a PA system. Yeah. Oh, boy. Just round after round. If you, it, you'd be, that would be too yeah. many things there. If it's, if it's, that could be a game show. It that's really such a good could. Idea. really could. That yeah. used to happen to me in my old job. Like all of a sudden they would hand me a bunch of texts and expect me to read it. Mm-hmm. And it did not go well. And speaking of things that I have fucked up, I must confess last week when we talked about that disney store by the way renee and david i was going to email you and 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 update you lest you like took this story into any sort of cocktail party situation we talked about that disney map that sold for seven nine hundred some seven hundred fifty thousand dollars yes to a million and uh that it had been appraised at between seven hundred and nine hundred and then like oh we made fun of how they had like they were off by a couple commas (laughs) person who was off by a couple commas was this guy right here allison <laughs> um i don't i was reading fast i don't know what happened maybe they said it was a praise between from you know between 700 to 900 and i maybe they thought maybe there was a k in there i don't know what happened anyway it was you skip past a thousand but it really just said 700 to 900 it must have also said thousand somewhere. Sure. <laughs> anyway, it was implied. So I was yeah. wrong. I was the one who had it wrong. Shoot, I'm. S- <laughs> Are you disappointed? Everybody, I know. <laughs> also, there's a lot of. E- it's when you have a baby. There's a lot of emails that you don't send because sure. suddenly your hands are just tied up. Um, and you don't have that much energy. But anyway, I also wanted to say to you guys, but instead I'll just say it on the podcast because also I want to say it to the listeners. I just want to thank everyone. Uh, because last week with Jenna and Algon, I was very nervous about like, oh, what's the show going to be like? Is it going to suck? Is everyone going to hate it? Blah, 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 et cetera. But instead, the recording of it was so much fun. Uh, and I felt like that felt just as great as ever. So I want to thank you guys for being part of it. A well, huge part well, of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. Sure. And I want had, to thank They had the, a role to play. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank the listeners for, for being so kind about the episode and for being on board and for loving it. So just a big, huge thank you to everyone. 
I have to say, you do have the best listeners. I never get added at on Twitter, and everybody's so nice to be like, I heard it. It's so sweet. <laughs> so nice. They're very uh, engaged, and I love that about them. Yeah. They're the best. But I also think that's you, Alice. Like, well, it's just everybody. I was saying oh, that shucks. afterwards. It's just like, you guys are the sweetest, and that you like laugh after people say something. I can't and you're believe people don't. Yeah. <laughs> is that like a comedy thing? Like people are competitive or is it? There's some, I mean, it's a, it's such a social dynamic. There's yeah. a, there's some sort of engagement where when you give laughter to somebody, there's something given up there. And so, yeah, I feel oh, like wow. from time to time people are a little withholding. Yeah. Right? And you they gotta could work a little harder. Just be thinking about like their next bit and what they're going to say mm-hmm. next. And so oh, yeah. they're just, but I, I think listening is a skill and you guys all excel. Wow. Great work. <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> what if it's what? just such an institution? <laughs> it's such a pillar that you could you could start experimenting with any two people, just consistently ramping it more yeah. difficult, more difficult. Well, like, remember we were talking about two strangers, and I think it was going to be my landlord and my mom's dog trainer. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Let's see what yeah. happens. It would be awful. Um, okay, so I have a lot, a lot, a lot of things to go, like possibly more than there's even time for. I also have had this big debate about whether to um, talk about something really sad because I don't want to bring the show down incredibly. And I actually was talking to Jeff before, and I think I decided I wasn't going to. But look, here I am. I just feel the need to address um, Stevie Ryan, who had been a guest on my podcast a couple times, and who I was not really good friends with but like social media friends i mean we talked really recently on social media and we would text occasionally just like a couple days ago yeah um committed suicide over the weekend and i found out last night someone tweeted me uh, a link and said did you see this and her grandfather had died very recently and she was like posting on social media about that she was really sad and i thought it was a going to be a link to a story about her grandfather but then when i read that that she had died, I was just in shock and kind you, of... You were shook. Yeah, I was. And kind of beside myself. Um, and then on and off all day, I just, I keep thinking about it and um, I don't actually have like a deeper, grander thing to say about it except that it's, I'm just sad and I miss her and I... She's someone who very publicly struggled with depression. Um, she talked about it a lot on the show. She talked about it in her own social media stuff. And I just fucking hate that she lost the battle with it because I think that I related to her and I hate the idea that like there are people that are... I tend to relate to people that feel very deeply and are very sensitive. And so whenever someone like that decides they don't want to be part of the world anymore. It's just so fucking painful because it's like, oh no, what does that mean about the world and about feelings and all of that? Um, But I guess I would just encourage anyone who is feeling suicidal, please don't go to that level. Please try to get help. That being said, I think she was trying to get help. She was doing all kinds of things. I I don't know what happened right then. I mean, it seems like she was really... In my mind, and again, this is as as an outsider looking in, in my mind, it's like she was so upset over her grandfather dying, and that's what triggered this. I don't actually know, though. In my mind, it's like, fuck, was this preventable? What if she could have just gotten through that, that period? Um, that being said, I spoke with someone else earlier who had sort of a different view of it, and I've run into people who see suicide this way as like, 
it's like no one chooses to be alive. It's and and it's a, and and everyone should have the right to decide whether they want to live or not. They should live and die on their own terms. And it's a choice that someone makes. And it's a you know someone who especially is like in agony. Um, and they and maybe that's we just respect that that's their choice. I want I I like like to me there's sort of it like buoys my spirit to look at it that way except that like I and I actually said to her I'm like I I want to be able to see it that way because that's almost like a celebration of life to look at it that way but I don't like cuz I am much more like it's a tragedy it's a failure of society to help this person it's like someone fell through the cracks like that's just how I sort of see it yeah my thought is that you can respect that as their choice but also that's that's kind of a incorrect assessment of the situation because oh you made this choice but when somebody makes that choice i think when you talk to people that have been suicidal they would tell you oh i want to do this because i have no choices i have no choices left so it's it's not like they sat there and rationally looked at life and were just like yeah i'm I'm checking out i just i kind of did the math on it i'm checking out Mm -hmm. but it's like they it's a choice but it's like they're left with no choices that's how they feel they're in so much there's a right there's a pretty good reddit thread i'm sure it's still up and findable about someone introduced this uh quote by david foster wallace about Mm -hmm. it and then it's just people weighing Mm -hmm. in and essentially he's saying that it's like being in a building that's on fire and you feel like you have no choice but you're being pushed out and so there is always this notion of like i could stay i could stay and just keep feeling this pain constantly but when you finally eject so to speak that it is this like i really couldn't stand another second of it and so the people weighing in on that are it's such an interesting take on that because most of them are people like I did try, I tried this many times or I did yeah. this or here's how I perceive it now. Or it's really, it's it, for me, it was like kind of cathartic. Well, that's the thing about Stevie is cause it's like my whole, you know, I just keep thinking like if someone could have gotten her through this particular crisis she was feeling, but it's like to send her back into her normal, which was also extremely depressed. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I get. I think the way I, I know people who commit suicide because they are in chronic pain, right? That I understand because it's like any anyone who's been in pain that can't be relieved by drugs, it's just like it. It's all you can think about, and I don't begrudge those people at all. I get it. Um, I don't begrudge I, anyone. I just and I understand. Hate it. Well, and so when I see people who are in emotional pain. I'm tempted to think of it in the same way. The The problem that I run into with that thinking is that the person thinking it can't, um, they are, they are finding it. It's like a cliche, but they are, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Like they can't, they, it feels like something, like you said, like a burning building, but they don't know that there might not be a relief to that fire. And by doing this, they're not allowing for that possibility. And so, so those of us who know them, I do think that it's on us to try to do whatever we can, not for the sake of them now, but for the sake of them in the future. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. The future them that might have found the help th- mm-hmm. to put that fire out might thank you them now wouldn't necessarily right i agree with that but that where i always go is that i see that i I hear about somebody committed suicide or somebody that i knew that committed suicide and i my mind goes to that place of 
that they're at that point that you're talking about where they're so far gone and have been in so much agony for so long that this is their best option. This yeah. is their only solution. And I just get so bummed out by that. Like, man, what, what got you to this place, man? Like, oh my God, so you were tragic. in so much pain that you did this. Like that, that's what really breaks my heart. Right. Um, and I, another thing that I just, I hate everything about suicide, but a, in particular, a thing I hate is that I feel like in retrospect, you do see signs and I wasn't close enough to see what those were, but I bet there were. In retrospect, you see the signs, but I feel like you so rarely see them in real time. And there are so many like after school specials and, and articles you can read and all this that are like, here are the signs. But I wonder how frequently people are actually able to see them if it's someone who is determined to do it. I think if it's a cry for help, then you, you're you given a chance to like intervene. But if someone is determined, I've, I, I, maybe that's just been my sense in that the, the couple experiences I've had with it, um, with people around me committing suicide, is it's like you, you don't get it at the time. Yeah. Well, and I think it's so because the people who are trying to understand still have the chemical in their brain or their serotonin in their brain or whatever is doing it that is making thoughts say, here are the reasons to stay. And I think maybe sometimes those, those don't exist for the people that do. Yeah. And we can't understand what that would be like. So, God, and I'm just, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to you. I'm sorry to your listeners. I'm sorry to anybody who knew. I'm just, I'm so sorry. That's, it's awful. But if you're feeling that way, please call the suicide hotline there are people out there that'll help you at least give it a shot you know like and more than that <clears throat> like your habits the things that you know like you were saying the si- we all feel guilty about that um my friend kevin a while ago did the same thing and i wouldn't say we probably had a very similar relationship mm-hmm. where we had just com- connected you know a couple months prior if that and just had this little exchange of how you doing and he filled me on some stories and then we, you know, kind of like, well, that thread ended or whatever. And then I got the news and was like, immediately flashed to that point of like, oh, I didn't recognize something or I could have, yeah. if I could have done this. And we're, But if you look at the signs of anyone, anyone being a human, whether they're relentlessly positive or they're moping along, listening to Nick Drake all the time, I don't think you could pick out of a lineup who no. is at greatest risk there. Like right. some people no. that are... If, just effusive about positivity all the time are really kind of doing that to buoy themselves. Like I'm happy. I'm happy. We're all happy. Right. And that is a hard thing to maintain. If someone's yeah. determined to do it, it's kind of impossible for any of us to, to it's do impossible. it. And stop them. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, all we can do is, is, is plead with them to try to seek help. But mm-hmm. you know, if they want to, they're going to do it. They're yeah. going to, and they're going to fool you. And it's just that, that's the, that's that feeling of helplessness that the friends and family have. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move. Yes. I was just going to say, it's a bummer. And she was, she was really nice and she's so funny and just, it's very, it's a waste. Because she had a lot to offer. It's just, it's just a fucking bummer, man. I'm so sorry, guys. Just sorry. I'm sorry. She was just such a like unique, bright light and so honest. In fact, a year ago, I texted her. And so she had, um, she made these pins. She had this company, Sad Girl Gang, and she made these pins and she'd sent me some and I texted her thanking her for them. And then also saying, you know, I just wanted to say how much I admire you speaking openly about depression. I think it helps a lot of people. And she wrote back and said that sometimes she felt like she was being too open about it, but she knows that if she were to, like when, when she's depressed, if she were to 
come across someone who was speaking openly about it, she thinks she would find it comforting. Right. Just, yeah. Like that was exactly, it was July 4th and July 5th. Wow. It, wow. Like exactly a year ago. Wow. It just mm-hmm. fucking sucks. But let's move on to lighter news. Jenna and Al have said hello. Let's hear. <laughs> let's hear Jenna. Because Jenna's voice is like I thought we like got rid right of them. Coming <laughs> <laughs> back. Keep them in. <laughs> Hi, you guys. It's me, Jenna. Jenna Kim Jones. (laughs) Do you guys even remember me? It's been so long. It's been so long. I miss you all like crazy. I'm here in Utah with a ton of family. Alan is on the road. He's being the road warrior heading out to Georgia where he's going to go unpack the house and put stuff in all the wrong places. So I will be joining him in a few weeks. Sam's here with me. She's saying new words every day. We got up at like the butt crack of dawn this morning. I know. Excuse my language. Jeff, you can bleep (laughs) that out if you want. But it was very early, very, very early to go to the Hot Air Balloon Festival here in Utah. It was very cool. We saw like 20 hot air balloons take off. It made me feel very patriotic. It was exciting. Anyway, I love you guys. I miss you guys. Have tons of fun. We're going to get updates here soon from Georgia. And we are just, wow, it's a lot. I'm very pregnant and very tired. And this has been a wild summer so far. Anyway, the show is so great. We miss you guys. I keep saying the same things over and over again, which means I really just need to stop recording this. (laughs) Bye. Speaking of Mormons. I did something last night. Did I saw you saw, I saw my I was Instagram? We would get to talk about this. I yes. went to Book of Mormon by myself. Proud. Whoa. I am proud. So really a bold move. For the record, <laughs> for the record, we went together to see it before. Yes. And this was and this time you wanted to get rid of me and go alone. <laughs> I was like, I love this musical. You yeah. know what would make it better? If, no, Daniel. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Two strangers fighting me over the armrest. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no one fought me over the armrest. I was nice. ready. I was prepared. <laughs> How great. Yeah. yeah the but, reason to not bring him is because he sings along? Why? What, what was I the Just a lot one? of harumphing. Sure. <laughs> oh, Daniel. I knew huh. it wasn't. <laughs> I knew oh, it wasn't oh, town. Sure. <laughs> we saw it in 2014 and, and thought it was really funny. Sure. I knew it wasn't town. I looked a while ago at tickets and they were real expensive and I was like, well, whatever. Um, I let's, I don't think, I don't think, uh, we're going to do this. Um, and then I heard it was leaving and I thought, oh, I really do want to see it. And my mother-in-law is going to be in town. So I'm going to look and see what's going on with the tickets and the pairs of tickets, any pair of good tickets was crazy expensive, sure. but I saw a single good ticket in the set. Cause I, I know the best seats are like, However, 10 rows back in the center, right. it, like generally considered the best. But I'm a, I like to be like first or second, first row, ideally. I'd like to feel like I'm on stage. You want to I rest think, your chin on the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, that's just my, it, which is weird because when I go to see a movie, I like to sit in the back on the side in case so I can just sneak out and pee whenever sure. I want. I really don't like to be up close in a movie, but in a musical, I like to be really close. So I, there was one second row seat. Um, and then like one eighth row seat. And so I presented this to Daniel, like we could go and sit four rows apart. Great. <laughs> and he was like, no, just you go. That's not an accurate rendition of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was more like this. I was like, do you mind if I go alone? 
there is another seat in the eighth yeah, row. If it you was wanted. clear you, you were. <laughs> your turn, bitch. It's clear you would have been bummed if I'd have been. Yes, honey, get me that I'll other seat. I'll sit ticket. eight rows behind you and sort of judge your body yeah. language. Yeah, I'll have the worst seat. Hey, let's get tickets to Maui. How about I'll sit in first class, yeah. you sit in coach in the back near the toilets. <laughs> funny. I knew I worked for a producer who would fly all over the world. And he would make his wife fly coach and he'd fly first class. No, no, he would yes. not. They've been yes. married for 35 years. He was such a cock. Oh, I oh, don't care man. for that. Um, but yeah, I, I, well, part of it was my mom was in town and the tickets aren't cheap. And so I just thought, I loved Book of Mormon, but I don't need to see it again. Like it was, it's, I really enjoyed it, but it didn't have an emotional thing for me it's just very no, funny. Mo, mo, mo. <laughs> it's very funny it's the music is great i have the soundtrack so i can listen to it it's just i didn't need to see it again and my mom's here so i just thought well that'll be an opportunity for us to hang out and sure we did so how did it compare was it as good as last time do you like this cast and just as an, an arbitrator both your stories just totally check out <laughs> <laughs> they're both totally plausible completely both reasonable <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic I'm being not. totally serious okay. I think your desire to go totally makes sense and your reason for um, abstaining completely makes sense okay. yes. thank, thank you, you. Thank good work you. good compromise well this I didn't tell Daniel this last night but I think this performance <gasps> might have been slightly better oh. of course you told him <laughs> you <laughs> said no I didn't tell him I, what you did, did I not say? but you did say that Elder Cunningham wasn't as good yeah, I thought the el- the Elder Cunningham we saw was, was better. maybe better, and the Elder Price I saw this time was a little better than the one we saw. I, I think the show, uh, and I just li- loved going by myself. To me, the show the show <laughs> it, it lives or dies by Elder Cunningham. He's the one. If that Elder Cunningham has to be great. Well, sure. here's my question. So the Elder Price that I saw just was as, uh, is this going to spoil anything for those of us who haven't <laughs> seen it yet? No. no. Okay. You're Great. okay. Sorry. No. Um, that said, Elder Price has to be really good too. <laughs> obviously, he's the lead. But. So he was the standby, Ooh. and I was like, "Oh, damn! Yeah. I'm not getting the star." But he was so good. Yeah. Here's my question for Renee, because I know you're a Broadway person. Yes. But everyone else can chime in if they want. <laughs> How does a standby? stay ready to jump in at any moment like are they rehearsing constantly and how does that work when the other uh, actors once the show starts aren't rehearsing right first such a good question and yes they depending on the company there's usually a rehearsal a week where they have to do it and then also backstage so these sweet kiddos whether you're an understory or standboy you have to boy stand <laughs> you know those guys uh you have to go to the Put theater me in, right. i'm a standboy <laughs> i can act i tell you <laughs> Please tell me that was it. Is that his? Is that why it was so good? Because he had that exact answer. Uh, they, uh, so they have to go to the theater every night. So they are listening to it every single night. So you can't not know at least your lines. I feel like I could listen to it a thousand times and it would not be good sure. if I were suddenly on stage. I disagree. I think you I think you could. I think you'd be fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, they make them rehearse. They're professionals. Uh, and then that's just, that's what makes them so good is that they can go yeah, on honey, at a moment's you'd, notice. You'd know the lyrics. You just would never get the tune right. <laughs> <laughs> now, so someone that's an understudy, yeah, what's the difference? Is that a thing that you? It's like being a relief pitcher, where you're good at being an understudy, or do you have to be a? Or are there people that? You, oh, you're just oh, they're regular actor at the and back, you're just gonna be right? So when it's a big vocal role like that, eight shows a week is probably too many. So sometimes, because did you see it on a Sunday? 
Yes. Yeah. So usually on Sunday, the standby always goes on. <gasps> yeah. I, I could have known. I've heard this. I know. I've heard this. Oh, yeah. our Hamilton tickets are on a Sunday. What, but that's great, though, because it you is? get the guy who only goes on once a week. So he's ready. He's excited. His voice is going to be ready. But if he were as good, he would have gotten the role originally. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, he's he's going to be swinging for the fences. Yeah. 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 Wait, Those wait. relief pitchers get up over 100 virtually exclusively. Because Honey, so. I don't understand sports scores. I'm sure. to tell you. Like <laughs> that. No I don't sense. know if 100 is good or not. Sure. You bought Sunday tickets? Yeah. Ugh. No, it'll I be do. great. <laughs> it's going to be great. You, I genuinely think it will because usually the standbys because yeah. they only get one show a week. That's the time where they like bring all the industry out, so stakes are high. I bet with Hamilton they're not going to get a show. We saw a show. I, I know we got the understudy for West Side Story, and we got the understudy for what was the other Phantom. one? Phantom. Phantom, and they weren't great. But those are also old shows that have been touring for twenty years. Sure. The, I think with a with a fresh new show, you're getting good people. Right. Almost as good as the one they cast. <laughs> is an understudy different than a standby? Yes. So the standby is the one who usually gets a guaranteed two shows a week. They get mm. their Sunday matinee and Sunday evening performance, and then they'll be kind of the first string who can do it. But if the standby has to go on for that full week for the role, then the understudy is going to swing in and cover the standby. So it's sort of a tiered system. So gotcha. you have varsity, JV, and then sitting on the So benches. it's like the standby always does Sunday pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Why doesn't why doesn't everyone know this? Right, I didn't even know is there it was kept a, a secret? Because that standby is just as good, and a lot of times the standby is better, but the lead has a name; they have a bigger resume, mm. so they got the part, and that's going to bring more people in. I think with so Hamilton. Like, yo, <laughs> sorry, go I mean, ahead. The show, the show does not go on until I <laughs> nail down this here. tiny piece of information yes. that's relevant to just me. Sure, I'm listening. So, if we go see Hamilton on a Sunday. For sure, we're going to be seeing the standby. There's a better chance, but okay. it's also I also think it's going to be great because those guys like the the consequence of not giving you an A plus plus show is severe. I mean, I will Hamilton. talk about it on the podcast. Believe it, yeah. So they're show, only putting in their best people. Yeah, that show definitely. I I've heard that the guy who plays Hamilton has a better voice than Lynn, but it doesn't have the charisma of Lynn. So, you know, who knows? The standby might be better i think the charisma of lynn is untouchable i defy yeah. anybody to meet yeah that he's level. great so yeah but I, you guys are gonna does this it. mean anything to you david huntsberger yeah you're being I'm so patient lynn manuel is <laughs> i'm a fan i'd go watch it i'm you, just mostly intrigued but you just don't want to be surprised that they start singing of course not. Yeah, don't <laughs> want to tell you anything. <laughs> Please interrupt Hamilton. <laughs> and nobody warned me i've heard so much about like the hip-hop infused into it and yes. I, I, I just cringe at it. I know. Have you it's heard it? Though. I also, I had a similar <laughs> feeling of like, oh, is this when they make like anti-drug stuff cool? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> but then I heard the soundtrack and it's so it's like, good. It's like, oh, my no, name no, no, is no, Hamilton. No, I'm here no, to no, say no, no, no. that I'm the best damn rapper in the USA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sold now. I right. rap it to the east. I rap it to the west. <laughs> I think we found our Sunday uh, standby. Everybody's right memorized the, the soundtrack. <laughs> I rap it all over with the very best. Oh, well, break it down. <laughs> Hamilton. This is Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> chunky chicken vegetable. Chunky chicken vegetable. Chunky chicken vegetable. So, I have some exciting news. Saw the therapist today. Made it out of that courtyard <gasps> building on my first try. What wow. techniques That's did you deal. imply? Employ? Er, ap- apply. <laughs> Guys, listen. Employ, apply. <laughs> employ. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Apply. And employ. Imply, apply. Apply. 
employ? Employ. Deploy. Yeah. Implode. Yeah. Implode. Okay. All, All right. of them. You- um, this is what I did. I paid attention as I exited the elevator. <laughs> I guess <laughs> no, I paid attention. Yeah. That's it. I paid attention as I exited the elevator. Yeah. And I was like, do it. oh, there's... Cause did I mention last time that not only do I get lost trying to leave, but I takes a lot of walking around to find the bathroom and to find the office after mm-hmm. I go to the sure. bathroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's like there's a, also a whole bathroom situation in this courtyard. Anyway, as I was walking to the office from the elevator, I was like, "Oh, there's the bathroom." Made a note of it. And then I saw her office. I and I understood the relationship between her office, the bathroom, and the elevator. Mm. Went to the bathroom, went back. It was so easy. And then I realized on my way out, as I walked out the door and turned right, I went, uh-uh. <laughs> that's not the way you, that's not, that's not the way you came in. And I like turned, turned around and she saw me go the wrong way and then turn around and zip right past. But that, my problem the whole time has been when I exit, I go the way, the opposite way that I came, and sure. that's why it's been so confusing to I, me. I, I so it was so easy on the way back. I feel like you should do a TED Talk about this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's enough material on yeah. it. Now, is she aware of this? Is she privy to the situation? That you no. Okay. No, we just don't have enough time to get okay. into that, even though it's fertile ground. Sure, because that removes my disappointment of her not coming out to congratulate you. Yeah. I wonder, but she didn't know. Maybe okay. next All time. Right, that's fair. She I saw sh- you, but is there like a look of, I thought you'd figure it out? Or, <laughs> were there a bunch something? of people that I came d- out of their offices when you were trying <laughs> watching and like traded dollar bills yeah. oh, yeah. she, goes, she <laughs> got it. it all right <laughs> she and she like all the caddies and caddy shacks yeah. <laughs> on judge smells yes. i've kind of been in a good mood ever since i went to therapy today because she paid me the not even the biggest compliment just it, it turns out all i turns out flattery goes so far with me I thought it was just that she had paid you money. <laughs> money goes far too. <laughs> You're doing um, great. How's 50? Yeah. I would love that therapist. Yes. <laughs> so I was talking with her about my... So anyway, I had like in postpartum depression wise a pretty rough week of a lot of days of bursting into tears and just feeling like I'm just, I'm not happy at all. Um, it's been, and, fun or, it's been fun around here. It's been, <laughs> yeah. Good times. So I thought, and after talking to some people who are on antidepressants who really made like a like ringing endorsements for how great they feel it has been for them, I'm like, eh, maybe it's time to bring this up because it hasn't come up with her yet. So I um, I thought I'm going to talk to her about it and see what she thinks. And I was, I told her that initially when I realized maybe I am dealing with some postpartum depression, my thought was, and maybe I should be medicated. But then I thought, but I've always responded really well to talk therapy and maybe I'll start there because for me, agony is not knowing why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. And once I can understand why I'm feeling it or I can articulate it, because also like not being able to articulate what I'm feeling is very upsetting to me. So if I can articulate and understand it, that has always helped me in the past. Um, and she's like, you're the perfect candidate for talk therapy. And I said, thank you. <laughs> and she, and I'm like, oh, wait, that's not a compliment. She's like, no, I meant it as a compliment. So then also, though, she gave me a referral to a reproductive I love that you see that as a compliment. I, well, I stopped. But then she said, she told me to take it as a compliment. And I'm you like, I perfect. will, lady. Thank you. You are the perfect candidate for therapy. Smart, <laughs> smart you're right. and funny. 
You're right. Why do I? <laughs> and you're just like, oh, stop. <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> but I think it she, applies self-awareness yeah. and yes, the it ability does. to, like, yeah. You, you, you know, benefit really well from shock <laughs> therapy, honey. No, <laughs> I wouldn't take that as a compliment. No. You know what would be really helpful for you? A bib when you eat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh. So you're so passionate about what you're eating. You'd really respond. No, but to I, what she was saying is there are some people where... I think that it would be like drugs would be the first direction to go because they wouldn't get that much out of talk therapy. But I'm someone who like has the intellectual component and is motivated and wants to understand. It suggests you're not a narcissist or sociopath because they don't respond to talk therapy. So that's See, good. it's a huge mm-hmm. compliment. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I wish she'd grabbed your shoulders though and been more like dramatic about it. We can beat this. <laughs> I'm the one to do it. <laughs> Only me. <laughs> My talk. Yeah. The way I talk. Yeah. So between the compliment and being able to find the elevator, I felt like it was a successful yeah, that's a big outing day. today. I picture you when you made the mistake, like shouldering up your purse just a little more. Like, yep. Not that way. It's this way. Yeah. Not and today. Then, yeah. And then a very confident, I'm a perfect candidate for therapy. <laughs> Heading up to your I really felt so good about it until I talked about it. <laughs> but in that tiny window when you were feeling that good about it, could we have gotten a high five out of you? Oh my God, yeah. In that moment. Daniel, you where know were when you? You could have gotten the high five. Not no. after. You know when you could have gotten the high five was when I turned, when I spun around oh, and sure. went, this is time to go left. Yeah. yeah. Then I could have high fived. Some people need dentures, but you can wear braces. Thank you. <laughs> uh, All right. Let's hear what Al's up to. Hey, Allison and the gang and all ARI YNBF Nation. This is hashtag Al. Jenna and I are separated. We are, we have about a thousand <laughs> miles between us. Uh, I am currently in Burlington, Colorado at a rest stop. Uh, I bought some Diet Coke and uh, just, you know, I'm, I'm mixing it up with the people here. I have said uh, uh, yes, ma'am, a few times. To, to random strangers, and uh, I, I've even given a few, hey, how's it going, or uh, excuse me's uh, to people, which I feel is very unnatural. Um, so I'm getting into the, the mode of, of the, uh, you know, just talking to everybody whenever I can. I feel very uh, unified with people on the road. Uh, I, even, I even wave to people um, unsolicited. It's, it's a wonderful feeling. Uh, miss you guys. I listened to last Thursday's episode. It was awesome. Uh, you clearly have not missed a beat. And uh, really, uh, I don't know what I was providing before because it was an excellent <laughs> podcast. And I even laughed out loud a few times on the road. It's been an excellent uh, road trip companion. Um, so anyway, keep doing what you're doing. Happy 4th of July. Go America. America is the greatest nation ever. Uh, I will be uh, getting into Kansas here in a couple of minutes, and then uh, I am off to stay in St. Louis tonight, and then on to Atlanta, Georgia tomorrow. Uh, miss you guys. Hope to see you soon. And uh, we'll have more updates on Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones, our podcast, uh, in about a week. We'll kind of give you the whole rundown of what we're doing and how things have gone with the move. Bye. LOL. His bye was so like 
Bye. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of sad. Uh, I, love I love the image of him just waving for hours. I know. <laughs> I know. Just driving. I love how he's oh. determined to connect to all people now. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I wonder where he is right now. Have you ever been driving Still on a in long Kansas, trip? is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I always, I, when I would drive through the night, you know, like long drives, I'm like, who are all these people? Mm-hmm. They're out here, and like most people that they know are not thinking about them at this moment they're mm-hmm. waiting to see them the next day or they're thinking like oh they get there safe but like they won't be found if they go missing there's right. something about that weird <laughs> middle space where it's just sagebrush or it's just lonesome yeah. highway and like who those people are out there so it's like your existence is on pause <clears throat> yeah yeah that's yeah. a perfect way to put like it from from your side and then also from everybody that knows you side it's yeah like, you're in stasis and i'll see you <laughs> in 24 hours maybe maybe you'll exist again yeah <laughs> Do you guys ever use that to kind of calm yourself down in traffic? Of just like these are people. Let's try to figure out their story. Where are they going? Who's thinking about them? I right get now? mad at it though. I'm like, where is everyone going? <laughs> always people are just always going somewhere. Stay home. Yeah, there should be eight or ten of us out there. Like, I have to go somewhere. Can you believe that? <laughs> sure. I'm not like I'm just. There should be more camaraderie because especially in rush hour traffic, it's like we're all in this together. Yeah, right? absolutely. Instead, everyone hates each other. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go into that mindset of like these idiots, like you're doomed. Yeah. yeah. Right. When people complain about traffic, I go, you know, you realize you are traffic. Right. Yeah. And you're somebody not perfect. Else. Next time I'm going to, I'm going to, when I'm stuck in traffic, I'm going to look to the person next to me and I'm going to tell them to roll down their window. Like, roll down your window, roll down. <laughs> and then when they roll down their window, I'll go, this traffic, am I right? Great. They're going to love <laughs> See that. What they do. Worth I, it. I actually literally never thought of it that way, Jeff. What, that, you're that you are, too? yeah, because yeah. it's always like, where? What's up with all this traffic? Yeah, you're or, part of it. We're all part of it. I mean, I'm not, but compl- you guys are. When people complain being in a line, it's like you're part. You're part of the only solution. Yeah. If this line bothers you, or if you're out to surfing out and you're it. complaining <laughs> that there are too many people out surfing, the only solution is for you to stop surfing. Yeah, you because know you a- are the crowd. You are part of it. A thing. This is a thing. Which is why I stay home all the time. Yeah, it's. Well, I don't. I hardly ever surf anymore either. Yeah, <laughs> or, or ever. You're. See, so you're part of the solution. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when to- you're in a line and then someone like wants to be nice and let someone cut, they're actually fucking everyone else in line, but they're doing a nice thing. Yeah. Like in a traffic line. No. In any line, really. Any I meant line. like a the grocery store or a, I don't know what line. Yeah. You've got to like survey any surroundings of like, if I let this person with one thing go through, but it's going to get this not to be de- like um, negative toward like screaming babies. But sometimes oh, you'd be like doing a favor to the whole store. Of like, oh man, this kid is not having a great time. This person has one or two things. But some people will edge. Nope. I'm in front of you and I'm going <laughs> to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> I like when someone's like, go ahead and just get out of here. And then right. I feel like that person leaves with their child and is like, nice one. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good work. Good work. I, I like okay. that principle of forced karma where the person in front is just like, yeah, we're all going to be nice. All of us. Mm-hmm. That's you true. Not. Yeah. Yeah. It, I never looked at that way either. That's <laughs> smart. Um, I have a grocery store story to tell you guys. But first I want to say. A grocery story. Yeah, yes. Fun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but first, let's say you want to avoid grocery stories and the grocery store. I have a great way to do that. It's Blue Apron. They send you everything you need to make a delicious meal. The ingredients are all pre-proportioned. Uh, there's a recipe card. It's broken down with pictures. So whether you're a chef or an amateur, it's super easy to make a delicious 
fairly fancy meal and is affordable, less than $10 per person per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. There's a great variety. You can choose from uh, a variety of new recipes each week or let them surprise you. It's flexible. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Super easy. Um, And Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash Allison. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Allison. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Here are some featured upcoming meals. Seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers. Creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles. I hate I hate long pickles. Um, <laughs> slow pickles. What's the opposite of, I guess, sure. slow. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick pickles and sweet potato wedges, fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanelle pepper. Just a mm. few examples. <laughs> that was, I mean, if you were in a copy reading competition, you'd be moving on. Yeah. That was fantastic. I mean, Quick pickles? You kidding me? Blaze right through that. <laughs> You're a champ. You're right. That could, that could have been a quagmire. Oh, that's a, a tough one. Quick pickles or yeah, something Yeah, like if that. I were a judge who'd place that one in there, yeah. but like, let's see how she does when she gets to quick Nailed pickle. It. Flying I colors. mean... I wasn't reading that. <laughs> I made that up. It's from the heart. Sure. But I get what okay. you're saying. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and my friend Brian Gutman used to have this joke. This is to tag on to your uh, Blue Apron off the cuff riff. Yeah. Which it is fantastic. <laughs> because if you're someone who goes, I can't cook. I, I, you picture like a chef dipping a wooden spoon and tasting it and then adding dashes of mm-hmm. herbs. and things. If you think of that's what the cooking, you get to do a bit of that. But in Blue Apron, you're mostly reading <laughs> and it, and so, like, so his joke was always just like, if you're saying you're not a good cook, you're essentially saying, I can't read. Yeah. And that's kind of how Blue Apron is. Yeah. <laughs> they take just... they take all the parts where you can mess it up out for you. And yeah. they make it. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing when people tweet photos of their Blue Apron meals. It's like, oh, that looks super professional. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's true. The thing that's standing between all of us and professional cooking is ambition and reading. It's so then, true. And you, I mean, you go online, you can Google virtually any recipe and they'll walk you through it in the same way. So it's weird that we're brought up and like <laughs> sort of inundated with this thinking of like cooking's very difficult. You know no what one it should is? try it. I think so. the difference between a good cook and a bad cook is that a bad cook does what I do where it's like that step can't be that important. <laughs> yes. I, okay. Who boils things? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, what are we going to this? I've tried to make things and there are... You'll you'll get recipes where they assume you know a technique or something, and just to make it know, clear, yeah. we are not talking about Blue Apron. You're just talking right. about no, 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 no. In I'm talking about now. cooking in general, right? Where you're like blanch almonds. I don't even have almonds. How do you blanch an almond? <laughs> yeah, wow. there was some like I was trying to make cheesecake or something, and, they, and there was some step, and I'm like, what? Like you're supposed yeah. to dip it in ice water or some <laughs> shit? And I'm like, what? Oh, no. yeah. Cheesecake that hard. Haul it out back. Yeah. Cut a hole in the ice in your pond. Right. Dunk your cheesecake in it. <laughs> Give it a couple minutes. Sounds easy. I don't know what the it problem didn't was. Didn't turn out well. <laughs> but that thing of following instructions, do you guys have friends who've done those paint nights where you can paint like a starry starry night or a scene? I've of seen beach? people do that. And they all turn out great because you just systematically followed a step by step process. You're like, oh, oh, I guess that is the key to most things. It's just But I I don't I don't care for it with art. Oh sure. No, completely <laughs> fair. Yes. But if you want it to be like, oh, I can recognize that's a beach, just yeah. follow the steps and you can get there. Do you yeah. care for it with crafting? Because I feel like there is a d- some art, some craft is art. 
Yeah. I don't want to offend any crafty people, but I feel like that's sort of the different, like there's your artistic expression. And then like you made something with seashells and you could, <laughs> yeah. that's a real paint. That could be a real paint by numbers exercise. Man, that's a good question because the tapestry or say like fine beading or mm-hmm. something, I I would assume anyone that did it on like a night where we're all doing it would understand like, man, this is so tiring. I'm willing to do this sort of like middle level version, but I no way could have the patience to sit there and just put tiny bead after tiny bead for hours and hours. So maybe that's how it is in painting too, where people mm-hmm. are like, oh, I get it. I can make There's- a beach, but I'm not going to ever be like... Van Gogh with this. Well, you can do anything if someone is guiding you through the steps, but if you're sitting in front of a blank canvas, right? Could you do anything? And that's the difference, Mm -hmm. you know. So it, yeah, they are the arts. Crafts are the arts, (laughs) but it's art with like a lowercase a. You know what I mean? And it's not fine art. Prepare for angry emails. (laughs) No, it's the art. It's art, but it's all art. It's all the same media. You know, it's just some of it can can rise to that level, but I just think. Anyone who goes to Michael's and makes something is engaging in the arts. Yeah. Daniel yes. sometimes spends his workday lunches at Michael's. Oh, Daniel, well, tell us a... everything. What aisle? What <laughs> Why did you purchase? Would you say Do that? you use because a coupon? You mentioned it to me like a year ago, and I was oh, like, gotta God. bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> tell us everything. Walk us through. You walk in the I door. I also watch football. <laughs> okay? I am a man of many interests. Um <laughs> You know, uh, I like to get a lay of the land in the crafts world. <laughs> it's vast in there. It is vast. Listen, Michael's has lots of stuff for lots of things that I want to do and have no time for. So sure. I go in there and I go, oh, yeah, I could do leather work or I could yeah. uh, carve some wood or I can... Um, so manly, these particular <laughs> ones. Serious question. I can make my own footballs and I can, you know, make beer koozies. <laughs> I can. Hi, ma'am. What, it, what is that, Mimi? I'm looking to make my own footballs. What aisle would that be on? <laughs> they can yeah. help. She'd um, probably. Whip, oh, sweetie, there yeah. we have. Excuse me. Synthetic. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, Jean, um, <laughs> do you know where I can make footballs? And he would. He could help. Or she. she or she. Jean's now, she. serious question, because they do have tutorial classes. Have you ever looked at the calendar and sincerely, for at least a moment, thought? Yeah, I'm going to make that. I'm going to learn how to cake decorate. No, no, I haven't. Okay. Uh, the only thing I know, I want to take art classes, like serious art classes. But I have, a, I have a very complicated relationship with crafts, the crafts world, because I don't actually like other people's crafts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, those, they'll have those outdoor shows where people sell their crafts. Like a swap meet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's because it's usually just like the same stuff. It's like, oh, nylon sock people or... Um, colored sand. Color, you know, and it's like, oh, that's neat. Oh, if neat. you make fun of the dream catcher people, man, you, yeah. you're going to hit me too close to home. It's neat, and I appreciate that you're, you know... But, uh, um, but I like to make stuff, and they just have tons of shit that you can use to make stuff. I also, by the way, go to the art supply store. It's just that Michael's, <laughs> it's just that Michael's is in a building with a sandwich shop I go to, so it's right there. Sure. He made us go God to Hobby it. Lobby when we were in Palm Springs. Okay, Hobby Lobby but we had pisses some, me off. I, we had some big they're, debate. They're anti... Yeah. Um, I don't even... I know. Uh, yes, I care about we that We were going to go in. That's with, not the why The rule was we're not going to spend money there. Mm-hmm. We were just going to go in, but it was to settle like a bet between <laughs> okay. us, but I can't remember what I the bet was. I will tell you what the fucking bet was. thing, though, this, that they don't 
either they're not inclusive to the gay community. That is the sh- they sell like, that many sequins. Come it's on, truly really nuts. And okay. I hope that the reason you were going in is to just knock a few things over. First of all, I appreciate no. the political side of it. Sure, but yes, I care. You know, I'm. Well, the, I had a like. But here's no, the reason to hate Hobby, Hobby Lobby. Lobby. Here's true. the reason to hate Hobby Lobby. <laughs> yes, they call themselves the Hobby Lobby. Oh, yes, it's coming, and back. it is not. A hobby store. That's a what ho- it was. A fucking hobby store. RC yeah. cars. Yes. Yeah. It has RC cars and models and things to make mm-hmm. fucking hobbies. And right. weird old men. Yes. Who've made all those things. Remember yeah. that place I dragged you to yes, in, the, in the, valley? the valley? That was a hobby store. <laughs> the Hobby Lobby is just Michael's. It's a fucking craft yeah, store. Right. You, you walk in and it's a bunch of like, oh, glass containers to put candles in and fucking uh, knitting stuff and say like... I, I, Okay, that's someone's hobby, but that is not a hobby. This store. was the debate ahead of time. Daniel wants. I imagine it is a superstore for a hobby. Wanted to go to Hobby Lobby, trains, model rockets, model rockets. Model rockets. Such a yeah, yeah model great rocket. moment for me doing this podcast. Like to have a definitive moment of when Daniel got the most worked up. Yeah. <laughs> hobby Lobby. That was it. That's what tipped him over. So that's what it was. Despite the fact that, like, despite. All the stories we heard about them, he couldn't help himself. He wanted to check it out because it's a hobby store. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just a big Michaels. And He's it like, no, a- it's a hobby store. And he explained to me what a hobby store is. And I, even though we just went through it, I've already forgotten what it is exactly. I'm like, it's just a craft store. And it was like, okay, let's go in and just see what it is. <laughs> I guarantee you it's got like googly eyes and pipe cleaners and paint. It is a fucking craft store. It's like, no, it is a hobby store. They carry different things. And I wanted to bet money on it. And you didn't want that kind of competitive relationship in our marriage. <laughs> if I, right. right? I don't think so it's we weren't, for me. So we weren't going to bet money, but we went in. Right. I was right. And then we left. Well, let's just say. <laughs> Did they have a couple hobby aisles? Was, I mean, you were right. <laughs> um, technically. No, you were right. Were you consolable or was there like an hour or two where you just couldn't no, talk about it? I was so disappointed by what I found. I mean, I was imagining just a giant hobby store. I was so excited about it. Mixed feelings because, you know, I'm pro-gay, you know, so it would be like, oh, there's this great place I, I can't go to. Mm-hmm. But um, then you go in and you're like, what? This is fucking Michael's. Yeah. Don't call yourself craft lobby. Yeah. Don't call yourself Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> Wasn't you it know? also that like, they where's didn't... the where's the model airplanes? No, oh, you don't have them, but I can quilt. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna have a cookie? Yeah. Wasn't it also that they didn't they not want to cover their employees' birth control? That or was, is yeah, that another? They're, yeah. They're yeah. Oh, that's what it was, right? They All of it. Yeah. The, um. Okay. My grocery story. Yes. Grocery. Jeff, my, <laughs> how much time do we want to save, really? My grow. I guess that's this kind of the same. I like So, that. anyway, I was checking out and I had brought all my bags with me. We have a lot of bags at this point because we, we forget them frequently and then buy more. So, we've got like, we've amassed quite a collection of bags. Checking out, I had more bags than I needed. Um, and the guy in front of me was trying to put his groceries in a produce bag, just like one of those clear produce bags. Get out of here, guy. And he's like, oh, it ripped. <laughs> you he's think? putting like boxes of cereal in there? Cans of Spam <laughs> and, oh, some, and some bananas. What? Yeah. <laughs> what age guy are we dealing with here? 48, maybe? Cans of Spam? Cans yeah. of Spam at 48? Was he Hawaiian? Maybe he Actually, was Actually, I think so, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, so... 
<laughs> or maybe he was crafting. That's what I'm hoping. We're doing the whole spam thing tonight. It'll right. be a lot of fun. Spam sculpting. So <laughs> turns into a cool bird feeder. You're gonna love it. I was like, so he said, "Oh, my bag broke," and then the my bag. <laughs> Or maybe he just held it up and said it broke. And the checkout lady's like, you can go get, you know, another one. And I'm thinking, that's not going to hold your groceries. No. And so I was like, I have a stack of bags here. Maybe I should just give him one. No. Now, why did you just whisper no? Because I... Let also- work it out. So then I thought, but wait, I paid for these. Or Stan- we paid for these. Right. These aren't, even though they are cheap, they're not free. And, like they're the they're the reusable one. How much are they? Like fifty cents a piece or something? Uh, dollar a piece? Uh, maybe uh, between dollar and two dollars, depending. Oh, okay. So the, like, yeah, these are our bags. So why, like, just because I don't need it right now, why just give it to him? And then I thought that seems. I guess it was this thing of like that feeling that you get of like if I give if I keep giving I'm gonna have nothing all of a sudden which is like sort of an insane thing because how how did I suddenly give away my car and my home just from giving one bag away you're suddenly Ayn Rand with these bags (laughs) exactly yes (laughs) exactly so then I thought my urge is to help this guy out Mm -hmm. Uh, that's like a genuine human urge how about I give in to that one as opposed to the like weird other protective bitchy like uh-uh, my bags. <laughs> Here's so, where my thinking would be on that is that he looks at California that is environmentally conscientious and has tried to restrict plastic bag usage mm-hmm. and therefore is charging for like I think 10 cents for a paper bag and trying to really eliminate plastic totally. Right. And so maybe he goes, yeah, nice try. Nice try getting rid of the plastic bags. Mm. I know where other ones are. <laughs> right. I'll put my spam in them and just try and stop me. Oh. So that's, in my mind, who that, that dude way. is. I think okay. that's who that guy is. And then I'd go, good luck with that fella. One dollar this costs me. <laughs> so I said. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, but no one's yeah. going to get with me on that. No. I mean, no. No. no, no, no. You were, you were on the mark, I think. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Totally well, right. maybe that's why I had my hesitation. Maybe I sensed all of that about this guy, sure. and it's not me. It's him. <laughs> but, I, I, but I thought, like, I'm having a pure altruistic, not, not like it's going like to help him out immensely to have this bag, but, like, instead of second-guessing that, why not be more, like, the pure version of who I was when I was younger, when I feel like I was just all about goodness before I was, like, the world's a shitty place. <laughs> so I said, do you want a bag? I have extra. And he went, oh, thanks. Actually, I don't even say, I don't know if he said thanks. He took it. And for a little while, I'm like, where's my, like, where's my ticker tape parade hoisting Uh me up? I'm the hero of the situation. Uh Hello. Nope. I'm going to get zero. Maybe this is why you don't do a small, kind gesture. (laughs) Because obviously I did it for the glory and I'm getting zip back. (laughs) But then he turned to me and he handed, he offered me a can of Spam. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's the only way uh, he knows how to thank people. (laughs) It's currency in his land. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love this. I... This guy's certainly disabled, yeah? No, I don't think so. I think he just was He's buying, just like, he was. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable with the direction that's tipped. <laughs> it's a joke. I love Hawaii and the Hawaiians. It's, it's a joke. Such it's such a, a weird. It's a joke. I actually don't, I don't know if he was Hawaiian or not. But what I want more than anything is, is it, wait, to, hold on. Is it okay. true that Hawaiians eat a lot of spam? I think I believe, that's a stereotype. Yes. I thought it was yes. poi. Yes, they do. They do. Okay. Both. So is anyway. poi spam? No. 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 Were you overjoyed with this? I. Before I even had a chance to think about it, I was like, oh, no, thank you. Sure. 
Um, because the truth is, I didn't, I didn't really want the spam. It's spam, yeah. Um, but I was moved yeah. by the gesture. I was like, this was like a very, it's very, very sweet touching. social interaction we just had. But then the the checker outer ladies were like, spam costs more than that bag. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say spam's expensive. Yeah, as a person that's bought spam on purpose. Interesting. Let's, so anyway, that was my experience. Did he go yoink? Oh, really? No. <laughs> no. It was he was like totally cool with me. Well, I just worried that there was like some some sort of condescending like, "Oh, I would never eat spam" in the way I said, "Oh no, thank you. I hope not." No. Cuz I was cuz I was thinking I'm like sure I would never that. eat spam. Yeah. yeah. Um anyway, though, I thought it was very sweet. I felt good about the exchange. Uh and and I need to know more about Jeff choosing to eat spam. I was making spam musubi. What is that? It's that uh, it's a Japanese thing where it's it's like a cake of rice, and then there's a little piece of spam on top that you grill with teriyaki sauce, and then you wrap it with a little piece of nori. Oh wow, it's delicious. What does spam taste like? It's it tastes like ham. It's like a salty. It's a very salty ham. Mm. Okay, tastes like human flesh. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> I love the concept of giving spam as a treat, and I would love to go to this guy's house on Halloween, and that's what he's oh given out to God. kiddos. Yeah, just delightful. And who accepts it? Who's yeah. like, yeah, sure. I'll there take should that. be like little party size for tiny spams. Because <laughs> if it was be. a tiny spam, like a tiny raisin box yeah. size of spam, I would have taken right, it because tr- it'd be fucking cute. Sure, or you would try it if it was. A dollar fifty for a tiny can of it. You'd think yes. I'll try that. Isn't it only like a tuna can size though? I mean, it's not no, huge. No, it's like it's rectangle. Oh, right. It's like yeah. a brick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Have you had spam? Have either of you? Had I feel spam? like I yeah. I feel like when I was a kid, my dad was like, "What's up with the deal going on with spam?" I feel like there was a push, a marketing push <laughs> at one point to bring spam back into the mix. Yeah. We got it, and I think just fried it in a pan. And then ate it, and then made an agreement to never try it again. Sure, again, that was the last time we did that. Let yeah. us never I don't speak think of I've this. Had it either. <laughs> when it comes to canned meat, though, I used to like Vienna sausages quite a bit. Oh, I think yeah. they have no relationship with Vienna. But yeah, when you said like the small thing, I was like, it "Oh made yeah, me think of that." It made me think of little Vienna sausages, mm-hmm. and like, oh, I remember really liking the taste of that as a kid. I'm me curious too. how I'd respond now. I think you'd find them pretty mushy and like the thing the flavor is probably there but the texture uh-huh. is more something that a kid is super into sure. you, you might like spam then all right it's you just might. like a salty vienna sausage yeah it's it's salty <laughs> and it's kind of sweet and it's kind of hammy kind of these are all the hammy part not so much but the salty and kind of sweet now i'm intrigued mm-hmm do you guys remember a few years back when Campbell's had this huge commercial campaign where they were in a very fancy five-star restaurant and they were serving people soup and then surprise, surprise, it's Campbell's. Uh, I, I kind of want to be surprised like that. Wait, maybe it wasn't Campbell's. Maybe it was Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> One of them. Uh, but I would love to try Spam in a surprise situation. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this is a deal. And they're like, well, guess what, Bozo? It's Spam. Yeah. Right. Like, it's spam. It's pate. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Spam. Yeah, I was going to say, what would, you, what would you disguise it as? Yeah, be like, sure. is this cat food? <laughs> That's spam. This is this is a charred kale salad. It's but this is so delicious. It's spam. <laughs> you can yeah, you can play a trick on cats with it. Oh, what man. what Morris and Frisky don't know is that isn't nine lives. It's spam. It's yeah. triple the sodium. Oh my god, TM TM TM! Immediately, this is our idea. Go to the ad agency immediately. So a guy packs his groceries. The only words in the story that he said are. The bag broke. 
And then he starts it, to No, I think it was off. actually it broke. It, it, it's, a, it's even shorter. It broke. But you're st- I'm leaning toward him being slightly mentally challenged. I don't think he was. Then the spam trade with no words exchanged. Well, he offered it. Right. He, he, well, you think he said, do you want this? Aww. The, did he? I don't know for sure. Okay. I know. Because I, I feel like I wouldn't be... Presu- if someone just held out a can to me... Sure. I don't think I would be so... Pres- well, no, that's that's pretty... What other reason would he hold it out to? <laughs> be like, to read the label or something? To check out the graphics on question, this. you question, right? Yeah. You'd be like, I'm, forgive me. What do you need? Right. Yeah. Um, what was your vibe on I this? I think he said, do you want this? What was your vibe on him? Like, if you had to play... It's instant- like a family guy. Like a family man. Like, this is a dad and he has three kids at home and he's an accountant. He like- was Asian. Right, but I'm saying if you had to do an instant history on him, like he's, <laughs> was, he's walking out of here, he's going to get into a car, said. and then oh. he's going Fam- home. To- Asians are family men. <laughs> That's not so what I'm saying. I, I know, I'm just saying. I feel oh, like it was his culture. Like I feel like it was a cultural eating of spam. How did the <laughs> right? But I'm just trying to get it. Like, was he? Did he seem like a goofy, weird guy, or he was just a regular? No, guy I feel was- like right. he was going to go like get into a, a Tercel or a minivan. It could be either. And oh, then, is that like, what they drive, honey? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> and then he was going to go home and make something with spam. Did he? How was the pronunciation? Not to be insensitive, but did it seem totally like American? Very fluent. So it wasn't like he was withholding his words as like I, I don't really know. No, I didn't. I I didn't get the sense that he was struggling with the language at all. Who is this guy? I love him. Yeah, that's great. So intrigued by him. The other thing that could be a possibility for at least why he overbagged was, and I've done this, is you just go to the store for a couple things and then you wind up getting twenty eight cans of spam and bananas. (laughs) That's what he was getting. You're just there for six (laughs) cans of spam and you wind up getting eight cans of spam. So maybe he could have done that, but him offering you a can of spam, spam is a little goofy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he said that he had a lot at home. <laughs> this just <laughs> makes it more interesting. That's like, normal. What? Way more normal. <laughs> could it be? Would you like this? I have a lot more at home. <laughs> yeah. And here I am buying eight more cans. <laughs> but maybe, said, we don't know. It could have been buy one, get eight free. Spam. Who's buying spam? That's true. Maybe oh, yeah. that's their bargain. Checkout maybe person said yeah. that that's expensive. Right. So it certainly was on that wasn't on that much of a discount. Good point. Good point. Good point. You're talking premium spam. Here. <laughs> I know. This is this is the store where they have the best spam. <laughs> it's really good. Of course. Is this spam locally sourced? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I from mean, local. It's like, from local it, spams. <laughs> could it have been for some what what some sort of like food drive? I don't think so though, because then why would he be giving me a can? I I went through this. Okay, I forget if I've told this story. Maybe he I thought you I were meant you were challenged, and you and he was like, like, "Oh, would, she gave me yeah. a bag." Oh, he, here he's telling a similar but very different <laughs> on story his on his podcast. Right yeah, now. I think it, you were part cast. of a hidden camera show about <laughs> mm-hmm. like social interactions. Like we sent Tom <laughs> to buy a bunch of spam and offer yeah. it to people, and no one said, "Hey, man, that's not a grocery bag." <laughs> no, of course I don't want spam. They just all acted like it was normal. <laughs> I love it. I will watch the show every week. <laughs> You know, veg all, it's that like can of chopped up vegetables that people often feed turtles. Huh. No. no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes. We all know veg all. Let me move along. There's <laughs> listeners who know. Who hasn't, who hasn't raised turtles? Every turtle I've ever had of eat veg all. Come sure. on, moving of along. Course. Of course. Yes. Sometimes fruit cocktail, usually mm. veg all. When I go walking the turtles, <laughs> it's just like so many people walking turtles. Hey, man, you need some veg, all Yeah. I no, mean, you have right. turtles yeah. there. <laughs> exactly. 
I was going to a concert that the um, entrance fee was a can. It was like a benefit concert. So I had we I I took a can of food from my parents' pantry that was like the least uh, ever going least edible. The <laughs> and least it was desirable. This. Yeah, yeah. yeah least desirable. Yeah. Pumpkin Not pie good. filling. <laughs> right. Because my parents' yeah. cabinet is like there probably is like cranberry sauce from nineteen eighty four. Um, so I took this veg all. I figured it was left over from Yertle, my sister's turtle, who ran away sadly, which is a bummer because Yertle was like pretty ran away, pretty <laughs> tame. How often does your sister check on the turtle? And, and by the way, how slow are you? Just being Yertle, like I'm doing it. Exactly. Took it took me two days. I'm out of the yard. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't check on him for three months. And he, and he, ran, he away. ran away. He was outside in the backyard in like an inflatable, oh, not okay. an inflatable, like one of those sort of hard shell small little pools and then he was gone <laughs> i don't know how long it could took it, could he have ran away or could a it's possible eagle have yeah flown away sure. with him <laughs> more likely that's sad he because he was really tame which you don't you don't get a lot of personality from pet turtles usually right usually Speak they're like in their, <laughs> in their shell but you're all like would extend his head all the time. Yertle went. We drove to Tahoe, and my sister brought him. <laughs> so Yertle just went off into the wilderness. Yeah. Well, we just never saw Yertle again, and we kept hoping that he would pop up in a neighbor's <laughs> yard because how fa- how fast could they go? Sure. But we did not ever see Yertle again. And you guys searched the premises, right? Yeah. You didn't just look at the pool and were like, "Well, he's gone." Was he like, a oh, tortoise? No, he's Ten feet away from here. No, he was a turtle. He was a turtle. Mm-hmm. You know, when you guys drove him in the car, you put him on the dashboard, and he was waving at people as they went by. <laughs> yeah. just, trying to connect with people. <laughs> I helped some people move once out of an apartment complex that had one like a tortoise that probably had like a 18 inch diameter shell, one of the bigger ones, you know, and the gate was open because we were moving stuff in and out. And every fifth trip, the tortoise would be just about to that open like, gate <laughs> and someone would grab it and just turn it 90 degrees <laughs> and then it would have to walk in a circle, get ahead of steam oh. back toward the gate, 90 degrees turn again. <laughs> it was just so, so frustrating. Sad. He's just so in, he's in the, the Greek version of he, hell. He's yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. 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 Yep. So anyway, grab this can of veg all and then I guess I didn't go to the concert because this thing rolled around my trunk for months and months and months. And then one day I ate it. <laughs> I'm talking about the veg all, not a turtle, in case anyone like tuned out for a second. It's like, what is she talking about? Um, and I was like, this is actually, Renee and David, you guys might not know that I eat a lot of weird shit all the time. Okay. okay. So I ate it with, I can't believe it's not butter spray and marinara sauce. Wow. Yeah. Can you, can you give me, I mean, just for the listeners that don't really know what veg all consists of. Oh, it's like, of- so all the vegetables in it are diced pretty. So they're like the size of a small marble, let's say, but square. And it's with like potatoes, carrots, okay. corn, I know, I know. peas. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think it, that's what it is. Potatoes, carrots, corn, and peas. Okay. Think industrial vegetables. Sure. That's what okay. it's like. But it, it looks like the, there's, you can tell there, it's not just a slop. That no, no, no. Out. You can tell it's vegetables. Okay. That it's sounds- like, imagine fruit cocktail, but instead of little chunks of fruit, it's little chunks of vegetables and yeah. whole peas and okay, corn yeah. niblets. Yeah. And then out of the can or it made it onto a plate? No, made it into a bowl. Okay. And then it got spritzed with, I can't believe it's not butter spray. <laughs> and then a couple spoonfuls of marinara. As you said that, I hadn't thought about that for years. I was also can't believe it's not butter. Just spraying, just spraying everything. I mm-hmm. stopped for years, yeah. but now I'm back. Uh-oh. They yeah. still sell it. They do. Okay. I wonder how many people would see that bowl and be like, you know what that needs? Marinara. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not that many. No. <laughs> and in a pinch, ketchup will do. She puts ketchup on her salad. <laughs> Sugar-free ketchup. That a girl. Her salad is uh, butter lettuce. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe it's not butter spray and ketchup. <laughs> Allison, how did this happen to you? How did we start? So, mm. But Walk guys, race out and get some Blue Apron. <laughs> because if anyone has a palate here. Well, now with this knowledge, how did you possibly turn down that spam? This sounds perfect for you. It's too fattening. It's, it's, all, an, it's all an effort. Does this mix well with ketchup? <laughs> it's sugar-free ketchup. That's the thing. It's five calories a tablespoon. It's all an effort to eat nothing. So anyway, anyway, I got so into vegetal that I was buying like tons of cans of it at a time. And I would come up with my story if the clerk ever asked me, like, what is all this for? And it was that either... I'm definitely not murdering people. No, not yeah. at all. Either... I know it's funny, right? My husband gave me the shot. I wasn't even married at the time. Sure. The shopping list. Or it was going to be that it's for a church recipe. Like, <laughs> why shopping. would anyone ask, though? You know? I know. <laughs> well, at Trader Joe's, they, but this oh. was never Trader Joe's. But it's like I knew that that, that mm. model existed where they must discuss what you're buying with you. Sure. Yeah. What is your cover story when you buy toilet paper? <laughs> I love pooping. Yeah. I'm planning on doing some pooping tonight. They, I've never come. Like I feel like for some reason I was more humiliated by the vegetal than like the gigantic thing of toilet paper that I sometimes will buy. I'm a little bit sad that you didn't lean into. I have a big party tonight. Just like this. Is. <laughs> That's also a good. Or do you have a turtle farm? <laughs> oh, yeah. that would have been so good. Yeah. Next it time. seems like it was right there I waiting know. for you. That is a much longer conversation because uh, you had to explain That's it to us true. for the That's last true. 10 Ooh, minutes. Can we come see it? No. <laughs> right? It's a private no. farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you say it's for a church recipe, it's like conversation That's over. True. There's no second lap. There's yeah. no follow-up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Was, it's been a long time since I had vegetal. I was just going to ask. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the last time? No. Okay. I mean, I think I remember the apartment I was in. I was in my apartment in Costa Mesa, so it was before I moved to New York. So it was pre-2002. What's the weirdest it, thing you've eaten lately? Mm, good question. Uh, baby, Not including ketchup. Yeah, I tasted baby food yesterday. Ooh. But I had also eaten baby food before I had a baby. Sure. We would go to the grocery store. <laughs> I was sort of hoping this one wouldn't come up. And she would get the little graduates, you know, the, the baby food. Mm. Okay, look. Yeah, I have a lot of... I it's wholeheartedly... Ad- yeah, it's, it's a small... So, tiny calorie so the, portion of food that doesn't taste that bad if you spritz it with I can't believe it's not butter. So the, the clerk was checking us out and she goes, oh, mine is three years old. And I wanted to say, oh, mine is 37 years old. <laughs> Does yours also spritz it with I can't believe it's not yeah. butter? I oh, think yeah. she said, I, okay, so I also had a clever story with, the, with the, the little toddler foods that I would buy because what happened was she said, what age is this good for? And then, Daniel, you said that you wanted to say, like, I think I was 39 at the time. 39. Right? Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I was always, like, in case they ever ask about the baby at home, because that's a lot. Like, I couldn't lie in that way, sure. but I could say that I had a friend with a baby coming to town, and she asked me to pick this up. Yeah. Perfect. But I, I never sure. had to. <laughs> or you could have said, ah, I like this shit. <laughs> it's funny. I, I like I eating this shit. I know. <laughs> I'm sure people I do that. I can't get enough of this. Uh, yeah. I'm just into this shit. <laughs> 
as you explore different guests for your panel, I want you to have clerks on and then tell the stories of the various like <laughs> scenarios that they've heard of why people are buying the weird stuff. Because you know. know it's so good. Where they're yeah. just like, that's not right. You guys, I'm on Patreon. It's super fun. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. You can get bonus episodes. You can get exclusive access to a live stream, interactive, uh, level where you get merch in the mail. We just sent out a package of stuff, which should we... Fun stuff. Bunch of fun stuff. We can tell them, right? No? Let's keep it a surprise. Okay. Okay. Um, and there's uh, a bonus episode with Jenna, which I'm going to release any day now. So patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Also, all sorts of uh, links to stuff we mentioned that you can buy on Amazon and the episode summary of this episode. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Just me or everyone. Okay. <laughs> Amy Holtzauer says, first get excited to shop for new stuff, swimwear, shoes, but so frustrated within 20 minutes and wonder why I was pumped. Yes. Yes, except for the part where I get excited. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah just uh, dreadful the entire time. Yeah. I, I get excited until I actually have to park and then get to the place and the actual shopping experience sucks. So I always get demoralized before I get there. Mm-hmm. I think it's virtually every experience in life is kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for summer and there's bugs and you're allergic to things. Yeah, this wasn't as good. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, what was I thinking? Lee Brun says, when making a grocery list, I put things in order they in the order they are in the store with frozen things last so they won't melt. That's so smart. smart. I don't I, do that. I wish you did that. <laughs> this is this, your when you My make grocery lists. That. When you make grocery lists, oh, no. it's completely random. And then what you do is you leave a few items off until after I've done all the shopping <laughs> and I'm in the car. And then you text me and say, hey, can you get this? So I have to go back in the store and get them. But here. Yes, that is true i was unaware that was happening you could say oh i'm already in the car it's i mean thank you so much for going all the way back in i would just rather harbor resentments okay (laughs) that makes sense that's fair it's better for the show i think it depends on how close or far you live to the place because if it's saving you eight minutes and it's going to be out of the freezer for 50 total then that's such a small percentage you're not saving that ice cream by like getting it Mm. last not smart I don't make lists. I will, I'll kind of count up what I need and I know I need eight things and then I will play a game with myself. I'm like, well, we only have seven. What do we think the last one was? And then I just walk around the store until I figure out something, which is always wrong. That's not oh, what I'd I need. Wait, I'd much rather leave without it. Sure. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Smart, yeah, we didn't need it. That's like the grocery store version of trying to find your car yeah. in a parking mm-hmm. garage. Yes. Yep, exactly. I should just write it down. Eric Olson says, although I know which one had the dwarves, I'm really hazy on the details of Sleeping Beauty versus Snow White. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty didn't do a whole lot, whereas Snow White, she rascaled around with them dwarves, right? I, yeah. I think it's Sleeping Beauty <laughs> and Cinderella for me are the two I get confused in terms of oh, the those characters. those are nothing alike. No. Cinderella was, I mean, she's put upon. Yeah, she she's stayed awake the floors whole time. and all this. And, yeah, yeah but mice. Snow White... I. I got you know what I get the the bad yes. witch confused in those the mm-hmm. Ma- maleficent and the that's sleeping beauty and the right the queen maleficent is sleeping beauty 
um, the queen, I don't know what her name is, but the queen who turns into a witch is Snow White. The evil queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This yeah. is a detour that mirror, makes mirror on no the wall, sense. That That's Snow White. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of stuff going on there. We're sleeping beauty. She's just sleeping the whole time. We'll There's sleep. a loom. I think someone pricks their finger. <laughs> okay. The, yeah. the original that. grim version of sleeping beauty is dark. Like yeah. she gets raped while she's asleep oh, and God. has babies. Yeah. Why'd like, they what? cut that out? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like that kind of stuff. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> love it. Yeesh. You uh, had a tangent. Oh, I did. I did. Yes. Uh, did you guys know that the voice who's the narrator in Cinderella is also the same voice of Corella DeVille? What? what? I did not know that. Look at that. We uh, have that dog podcast. We've had our, <laughs> we've got our 101 episode coming up. Oh. So it was a salute to 101 Dalmatians. I, I love so that it was B. Arthur. Right, probably. Yeah, I did Doesn't check it have that raspy great. It does. Yeah. yeah. It should have been. Should have yeah. been, yeah. She sounds like that. Mm. When you're right, you're right. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but I don't. One but, but, I, it's, but it's not Arthur, right? I don't think no. it is. No. Okay. No. Um, 101 Dalmatians is dark. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. But Cruella it's also Deville so is scary. Good. Yeah. I know the dogs are so cute, but Cruella Deville yeah, is so scary. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, when you look at it, uh, but I think that's in every single Disney movie. Really. Yeah. Like, oh, this is wildly traumatic. Yeah. yeah. But they make it so fun. <laughs> yeah. Mary minimally says legit do not care how many people's hands have touched almost anything just me or everyone yeah i'm pretty not germaphobe nick i'm not germaphobic but i don't what is it legit not care <laughs> I le- oh do you low-key care <laughs> i i partially legit somewhat care yeah if there are things it's like man every jerk on the bus has put their hands on that thing i'm like Ugh. lately yeah <clears throat> I have lately I'm the person who like flushes the toilet with my shoe and sure. doesn't really want to touch everything. I think it's having a baby and also becoming aware of pinworms. <laughs> that oh, did not happen on a I don't want to take too long a detour because my listeners know too well. Yeah. Are you aware of pinworms? We talked you know about it. Oh, you, okay. You jump up in there. I missed it, but I'll catch myself up. Yeah, they're just tiny worms that live in your in your butt. Oh and boy. They, if your butt itches a lot late at night, maybe you have pinworms because it could be the female crawling out to lay eggs in your on your oh, anus and like kids they're very common among kids and um and in your <laughs> in your sleeping thoughts yeah and, and now anytime i have an itch i'm like pinworms even though i don't know how i would have gotten them right i don't think i have them i'm a very light sleeper anyway but i'm just like all the like a thousand percent of the time like i want to treat myself for them even though i don't have them yeah I, yeah Did i you- i put a little sign in my anus that says no occupancy so <laughs> they won't <laughs> did you guys already discuss that they should have taken a second pass at pinworms and had a far more horrifying name for them yeah yeah Anal okay terrors <laughs> yeah that's it exactly the trimmer worms <laughs> in oh, your yeah. butt right why, I, why do you keep waking up screaming anal terrors <laughs> anal terrors <laughs> i there. have anal terrors <laughs> <laughs> If I am suddenly dead, it's going to be because I just chanced it too much with foods that I eat. Mm-hmm. And today, I mm. these these uh, mushrooms I cut up were certainly past where any normal human would eat them. Were they, they slimy? 
slimy and uh, like cobwebs in there, like that level Ooh. of like bacterial. I was like, I'll cook it out of there. No, you're kidding. And it's just totally feeling <laughs> fine. Because <laughs> I've done, like microbiologists will talk a, a lot about like the more bacteria, especially children, are exposed to like dogs licking their face and playing in sandboxes with cigarette butts and things like that. Like, I agree with their... I agree with that philosophy. I so think I'm just you... a giant infant. Yeah. Just... yeah. <laughs> yep. So babies should smoke. <laughs> <laughs> just cut out the middleman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Start your baby smoking. Yeah, uh, get him in there. Yep. Sandra Braga says, use Facebook or phone to show your photos instead of getting them printed and put leather put in leather bound photo albums. I think that's most people these yeah, days, but that's it's just too laziness. Bad. But but honestly, it's so hard. I mean, it used to be you'd always get your pictures developed, and so you'd have them now if you're thinking like, Yeah, I wanna I want a printout of this. It's actually kind of hard to figure out how you would do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you if you have a printer at home, we have one, but it doesn't print out with the same resolution. It's not as good. Yeah. When you as, go to like a Staples and buy their photo paper, they have like one ream dust all over it. And it's, it's just not, not the printer right? just yeah. doesn't Do you lick it? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. <laughs> To see if it's fresh. <laughs> Just to get it in my system. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Uh, Immunity and what have you. Yeah, so I don't even know. Like, if I wanted to print a photo at the same quality as what I can see on my on my computer, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I honestly don't know where I would do that. Right, so there are services that can do that, like Snapfish and other things. But Are they, if, that, are they that good? Yeah, they're good. But uh-huh. if, if it's not a thing you already have set up, it's like a hassle. Yeah. Yeah. What is it saying about our existence and how much we treasure it that... That old, that table that Grandpa built in 1892 has savor that, or that one photo of the farm and the whole family savor. And now our existence is just maybe a hard drive. Like, yep, there is their whole life. Right. There's every image and video that they ever took. You can have it if you want, but they'll just get stored and we'll be forgotten. It's funny because yeah. Elliot has more pictures of him than there are of me in my entire life yeah. already. And. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, it's amazing. I mean, this kid has a picture of him as an embryo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they're all... <laughs> the, uh, okay. Like, this is... I you following? <laughs> so, this is very Phyllis Diller. So listen, folks. <laughs> um, no. You remove the mic. Yeah. It's uh, uh, yeah. Just uh, drop it. <laughs> but... At this, at the, on the other hand, they're all on a um, fuck you. <laughs> on the other hand, they're all on a hard drive, and so they don't quite have the the they don't Look seem as important. They don't mm. seem as important as the photos when sure you know yeah. the five photos of me as a kid. But won't that be weird in the future to go to a museum and you're just seeing moving images everywhere of this was their whole life? And who would require a museum? Or at that point, would it be like? Listen, everyone was kind of unique. There was there's really very few people that <laughs> right. stood out and deserved a museum tour. Yeah. Right. There'll yeah. be virtual reality museums. Right, because mm-hmm. if you can just see everything online, right. yeah. what's the point? Or to scroll through your parents' Facebook when they were teens, forget it. I can't. What would that have been like? Or what I've, they thought of me as a oh, kid? Man. I've thought about that to be able to see your like, grandfather's Twitter right. <laughs> yeah. when they were 14. Mm-hmm. But you know what would be addicting? I mean, I, I would hope to be alive long enough to do this as if someone could, t- even if it was a VR or whatever, like, you want to watch someone's entire life? 
and then just pull yeah. your finger and you would you would do that over and over like look at this person's life look how it goes maybe if it took you nine seconds to do the whole thing like i want to watch that again that she's pretty... putting ketchup on lettuce yeah. again <laughs> just pictures pictures of someone on the couch like e- eating and watching tv <laughs> yeah. pajamas again yeah. <laughs> like six years of pajamas or if there were videos like you watch all the videos and all the videos were just other people looking at other people's lives on yes, video yeah. like yeah. oh i'm just spending my video watching your video of you watching video. that's so crazy this is depressing <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> let's oh, fuck it. talk about a dog. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. Inside, you come inside with poop on your butt. With poop on your butt. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. That's what you are. An amazing athletic pup, Lexi, is a shepherd mix up for adoption at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. Lexi is sleek with a cream and black touchable coat. Her pointy ears are delightful. Lexi's ears express her personality perfectly. Lexi would be a perfect companion for someone with an active lifestyle. At about two years old and 55 pounds, Lexi is good-looking, smart, and ready for her forever home. Listeners can learn more about lovely Lexi by going to tinyurl.com slash adoptlexi, tinyurl.com slash adoptlexi, and there will be uh, a link to her in the episode summary of this episode on my website, alisonrosen.com. Also, there will be a little Patreon bonus after show, um, after the show, which will be available as well for anyone who is able to stay for a couple extra minutes. Daniel, you have to. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I w- thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being on the show. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? At Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Renee. I love it. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Renee Culvert, Instagram at Renee S. Culvert. I did it wrong the first time. I've got two animal podcasts. One is called Can I Pet Your Dog? The other is called uh, Cuteness Podcast, P A W, uh, cast, and that's all animals. Aww. Perfect. <laughs> And David Hertzenberger. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm at <laughs> DanielHertzenberger.com. <laughs> you can find all my stuff at DavidHertzenberger.com. I do a variety show, which is on Sundays, which is when you can see the worst theatrical performances. <laughs> or you can come to my variety show, Music, Magic. The next one is this Sunday, if you live in Los Angeles, July 9th. It's always the second Sunday of every month. Uh, and then all of, or I'll be doing a preview show July 26th here in LA at Sal's on Melrose. Uh, getting my Edinburgh show together. And then the entire month of August, I'll be in Scotland at Just Up the Stairs at the Caves, which is on Cowgate, right in the center of all of it, uh, every night at like 5.30 p.m. So come out and see that show. And, oh, and I have a podcast too. But you can find that at davidhunsberger.com. Perfect. Everyone, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about and Rose and Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Alice and Rose.